Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes. What is your favorite childhood toy that involves corn syrup? <laughs> that involves corn syrup? Yes. Oh, I feel like you're trying to lead me down a path here, but all I, I, am. Can, oh, I, all am. I can think of is Masters of the Universe had a slime pit. Oh, close. Yeah? Close. I'm thinking Stretch oh, Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. And something oh. that people don't know or remember, I remember this because I, if we didn't have this, we had something close to it. Yes. They had a Stretch Hulk. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, you even found some pictures of it. So too. I found There's some pictures of it. It was so if you're familiar loop. with Stretch Armstrong, which he was back in the stores a few years ago. I yeah. know Target had him. They just did a Netflix animated series. Yes, of and there was an animated so series. So he's still in the sort of the public consciousness. So when I was growing up, he was this crazy, just sort of rubbery action figure that had a hard plastic head, but the rest of his body, which is he was like a built bodybuilder, mm-hmm. was just a. a gooey, fleshy blob <laughs> that was filled. The originals were filled with corn syrup. Oh, okay. It was like, and that's what was inside it. And I remember this. Corn syrup, this. not corn starch? Is corn, it might have been a combination. Okay. Well, it was... Because I remember it being powdery because I remember some, one of my friends ripped one open at one point. Oh, no, we ripped and one it open. it was powdery. Oh, did you? Oh, it was not powdery. Oh, okay. Maybe he had a later one. Because I remember in our house, it, it, it I we stretched him out where he broke by the neck <laughs> sure. and then he gooed out uh, and then... For many years, there was a weird, hard, <laughs> slimy patch in the carpet that was impossible to get out. Right. I mean, that was it, right? Yeah. So until the house got redone, that was that was there. That's right. how I remember. So that this. house is now haunted by the ghost of that no. Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> the ghost of, the, of Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> the ectoplasm that came out. <laughs> so one, this has got a whole bunch of things now. One, because I love this toy, and again, yeah. it's out there. I still have. I have one from the re- from the reboot that was done a few years ago. Okay. But it, one, it's Hulk related, mm-hmm. and two. There's a moment in this minute that made me think of Stretch Armstrong. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. you had it. <laughs> I was like playing the minute in my head. And you, went, oh, oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, we pick up where we left off, which uh, on here on uh, minute 57 of 2008's Incredible Hulk, directed by Louis Leterrier. I think everybody in the audience is probably saying that along with me at this point. Yeah, uh, so we have the gunship. So the gunship is still on its way, and it still won't get here in this minute. <laughs> so we have we, we start out with it. It's it's coming, in, and when it gets here, we will talk about it. But it doesn't get here yet. Uh, so we we have this time. We have uh, Blonsky decides. Hey, you know what? We haven't tried in like ten minutes. What? More bullets. Oh. Maybe this will be the difference. And the thing I love about this bullets. is he starts firing, and the Hulk just it like lifts the shield and holds it up, like it just blocks all the bullets, like. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even. Like, yeah, he's not even, he doesn't even try. Like he's not. He's, he's, like the Hulk just kind of stands there, like, okay, all right, all right, little man. Okay. Do you think this is a? I mean, it is. Now we're making fun of it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. what did you think? Is it just because the mentality is more bullets? Yeah. Well, right? I think it's it's the soldier thing of like you know got to have his sidearm and you know. this is my weapon. Right. This yeah. is yeah. This is my rifle. This okay. is my gun. Uh, so he starts shooting, and yeah, the Hulk could could be less bothered. I mean, right. just <laughs> just gonna, and so this is uh, this is where we start to see Blonsky losing it. Yes, like he uh, Ross also is very frustrated, as we said from the right. resting Ross face. Like he was, you know, not pleased about this. Uh, but Blonsky is like because he does something here that we have not seen him do in this movie. 
he disobeys orders. Oh, direct. For the first time. Like, right. So this is when you start to see he's starting to crack. Right. Because uh, he said, yeah, because while he's walking up saying, is that it? Like, did you not just see him slice one Humvee in half and then body drop onto the other one? Is that it? <laughs> All right. Uh, and then so Ross says, Blonsky, pull back now. And Blonsky pulls out his comms. He disobeys an order right So comms, here. he's got the earpiece yep. with the little cord yeah. uh, band. This he's is not- like, I don't want to hear from you now. And just pulls it out. And then just stands toe-to-toe with the Hulk. And the Hulk just stands and looks at him like, Really? Like you? You want to go? Like, it's it's funny the okay. Hulk and and they're very clear. So you know, even just to back up, just, just yeah. within this scene, yeah, beautifully composed. Uh-huh. We go back when he picks up the gun, Blonsky. We have a really nice over uh, the shoulder, over the shoulder again, yeah. like we do a lot. His perspective, looking over him at the Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, and as and it's very Western esque mm-hmm. in its. We're gonna have the gunfight, yeah. like right? Yeah, like, he, yeah, because they square off, and he walks up, and interesting because like the Hulk is not the aggressor in this. Like, see, in this minute, if you just write down a paper, not a lot of stuff happens, but there's a ton of storytelling right. that happens in this in just here in minute fifty-seven. And so, uh, and so this is starts it. Yeah, the two of them just standing toe to toe. Well, even just like the way the shot that goes kind of over the Hulk's shoulder, though the mm-hmm. Hulk is a little bit more in the forefront. Yeah, Blonsky walks through the wreckage, the wreckage of the Humvee, the, the smoke. split Humvee. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, like it's it's a really cool Main Street yeah. Western gunfight. Yeah, and then you just have this awesome shot. Them, st- well, he's walking up to him, and you and you get the full in broad daylight uh-huh. comparison between yeah. Emil Blonsky's physique, yeah. and the Hulk's. Where he's like uh, Blonsky is sort of like eye to eye with Hulk's belly button. Emil Blonsky is a leg of the Hulk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when you look at this shot, yeah, he's one of his legs. That's right. He could just he could just like fit right inside that thigh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, they and so trying to get him to go back, and the Hulk. Then stands, looks at this little man, and says, "You know, is that it?" And then he just rears back and gives him the boot. <laughs> and like you can see, he cut to Betty's reaction of like, "Oh!" <laughs> so this is, and this is kind of gets to where we're talking about yeah. Stretch Armstrong, right? Because yeah. <laughs> then we get some some ragdoll physics. Well, and we get some kind of wonky CG. <laughs> Right. As they have to, they they dig Blonsky and they basically skip him like a stone across the ground. Da-da, 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 and then he impacts on the tree with a really brutal crunch, it's, and it, then the yeah. limbs kind of fly around. And yeah. so it's nicely cut in that you've got the Hulk does the full on standing stomp to the chest. Mm-hmm. We're trying to in this place, and we kind of talked about this early on in the movie when we were in Brazil in the bottling plant yeah. when the damage is done to the to the to the tufts. Mm-hmm. We're trying to imply to the audience severe trauma oh, yes. without showing right because it is a PG-13 exactly. superhero movie. So we're we're trying to sh- we're trying to t- make you feel it without showing it. Yeah. So here you've got the shot of the kick. Uh-huh. You know it's a devastating kick. Cut right to Betty. Betty yeah. with the whole <gasps> Oh my god. Yeah. We cut to this crazy dump and okay when the body hits and again uh-huh. i mean no apologies to the, to the yeah, artists yeah. they're doing the best they can 2008 technology he's very stretch armstrongy yes there's there's certain things that are very hard to do in animation one of them is replicating a human body well, and a human fake. body doing this yes with cloth and yeah. it and it, it looks very rubbery it looks yeah. like a stretch armstrong it does the, the moment where he hits the tree yeah it reminds me of you know some people during halloween they have those witches that look oh, like they've right. impacted on like a pole. <laughs> right. 
it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little cartoony, little Looney Tunes. Well, I mean, it is, it is a little yeah. cartoony. Yeah. But then the the one of the neatest things they've done in this is yes, he impacts. You don't see his face. All you see is this CG body. Yeah. And then brilliantly, we have this long shot. He, yeah, he falls into frame. Falls into frame, out of focus. Out of focus. And clearly is a crumpled mess. Yes. And you can see blood and stuff on his face and stuff too, but you never get to see it. But it's very clear that you can that you can see Ross and, and Betty, Betty and Bloody Nose Soldier and Terry Notary yeah. all standing over the, in the far distance. It's yeah. It's, it's great. It's it's great. It's the because, best way you could have done this. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. Because yes. the, the the amateur way to do this would be Hulk rears back, cut to reaction shot. Here, crunch, cut back, and Blonsky is on the ground. Or, so you know, you just like basically it happened off screen, and you just have to watch. You basically have, you know, Liv Tyler going, oh, you know, like have you sell it off of her reaction. You as opposed to this. And you, or you wouldn't do it where you'd cut to Blonsky on the ground, a really clear shot, and there would be a Hulk foot-shaped <laughs> imprint like in his torso. Because there's some that people is, that that's that what they way, would have done. That is, that is definitely a way to do it. But interesting you bring that up. Uh, once again, here we are at like the, the sort of the end, what we, think, what we think of as the end of this action sequence. Hulk doesn't punch. No. He didn't punch in Brazil. He's not punching here on, on the Culver University campus. He's a kicker. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Like we were not going to see him swing a punch until much later in the movie. Like he really, even when he busts out of the the over uh, the overpass, the the right. thing, he he stomped his way out. Are we saying that instead of Hulk smash, it's more like Hulk stomp? Yeah, that's kind of where so. we are. Right. I mean, yeah, he's, he 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 likes to use his legs. That's interesting. So the, I'd say so. We go right from Blonsky falling in, in the frame like in a bloody mess. And this is what I favorite because this is this is such a great <laughs> yes. thing because this is the perfect timing because he clump, he flump drops into right. shot. You get his head, and there's just a beat of Ross standing there, like looking at this and just goes, fall back. Fall back. <laughs> We're done. It's, it's like it's a great like tension reliever too because it's so funny because it's like okay that didn't work and that moment happens in future MCU movies. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's not the last time no. that moment happens. It's so great because it's like oh, right. Let's let's go. And we're so, done. Yeah. So like pack it up. We're getting out of here. Uh, at least we're getting out of the way because like obviously the gunship is still on its way. Which I don't know at this point has he forgotten about or is he just oh like, no no let's this clear is, the way for the this gunship is, to we're done yeah. my my great experiment just. Yeah. Face planted, right. <laughs> or tree planted, or whatever they, you want to say. They basically drop Betty. Right. They're like, "All right, well, yeah, okay, we're, we're out of here." Yeah. So, like everybody, you see, Major Spar is there. She's come out of the the vehicle, uh, and so they all go in the way. And and now it comes the great hero of this this entire encounter here to save the day, running heroically into shot is oh. Leonard Sampson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard. Oh, Leonard. Now, before that, and we get this, we get this. Yeah, Betty like sad. Um, yeah, Liv sad Tyler Betty. does this the saddest face. Yeah, ever. Yeah, that's the Aragon has left me face. Yeah, oh no. Because <laughs> they sort of leave her answer. Then so yeah, Leonard comes running in like. Uh, and then at just in time to see, I guess what's left of one of the Humvees. Yeah, something explodes. Something explodes, uh, which blows him back, and then he has this great Betty. Oh, it's Betty a total. Yells. I mean, it's Phil just coming. Uh-huh. Going, Betty! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah. And then all the soldiers are running past as as we see uh, Betty. Then slowly starts walking forward, and this is another another great piece of storytelling here. 
Hulk isn't pursuing any of these soldiers who have been trying yeah. to kill him. No. He's not looking for a fight. No. Like, no. he's on, like, he's still on the battlefield. He still has his shield because he knows, like, probably the fight's not done yet. Right. But he's like, all right, what's next? Like, who's going? Like, who's coming at me? Like, mm-hmm. but he's not chasing them down. He's not going after Ross. Like, he's just, like, waiting to see sort of what happens. Like, he's, like, you know, he's still got the, the, the adrenaline flow, and so he's still moving around the battlefield, like, you know, ready to go. But he's not. And then. Obviously, then he spots Betty, and then everything sort of changes. But this is interesting because it used to be the lore was sort of when the Hulk stopped being angry, he would transform. Like at this point in the television show, he would run off into the trees, and then he would transform back because right. the battle's over, adrenaline's but that's not what this Hulk does. Like this Hulk is now in charge. He's not full-on aggressive. He's not angry at anything at this point, uh, but he's, he's still Hulk. He's still Hulk. Right, so it's a it's a different sort of transformation than we have sort of uh, the the cartoons and the TV show had sort of taught us. Were um, do you think that's a do you think that's a tweak of I don't know if they've addressed this like in commentary or anything, but is that a tweak of the character where you disconnect it then from the emotion, whereas instead of it being simply a it's you know a direct tie to stimulus. Mm-hmm. This now becomes a once you flip the switch, yeah, it's on for a period of time, yeah, and there and it's not because of oh I'm not angry anymore, right? It's more or less like a um like a solid rocket, like a solid fueled huh. rocket. You light it, yeah. You got to wait till it's it's burned out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. It. Yeah, they they really have have not gotten into what brings him back because we we see uh, like uh, from from this uh, we see the the aftermath in Brazil where he wakes right. up next to the waterfall, but we don't know what it was that the Hulk decided. Like, does the Hulk give up or is there did it run out or something like that? Because obviously we saw the Hulk traveling, so we already you know they've already established that it's not about. Emotion in right. terms of like you don't have to stay in that angry place the whole time in order to to stay Hulk because uh, obviously when he's like just cruising through Brazil he's not mad right <laughs> uh, but the same thing here like like what, we we don't and so yeah we don't know what it is that is it burning out the fuel or is it flipping the switch the other way where the Hulk goes all right I'm I'm good you know like I'm safe or whatever I can I can you know switch back I don't know, we don't know so that's that that's an interesting conversation though uh, so. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, something that I, a, a term that I coined that I, I, I gift to the world, uh, and it's called tennis ball stare because Liv Tyler does not have it. Okay, so what does that mean? There, when you're an actor and you're in these big budget things, when you are looking at the Hulk, you are not looking at the Hulk. Most of the time, you're looking at a tennis ball on a stick. Oh, yes. And so you have to be a good actor in order to sell that you're looking at an eight-foot-tall green sure. monster. Not everybody can do this. And so I, I, I coined the term because there is a scene in 1999's The Haunting, which is a movie that no one should remember. But it was a remake, and it starred Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is one of the kings of tennis ball stare. There is a scene where the, the, it's, it's a big CG monstrosity. Like it's a haunted house movie, but it's, it's very, very heavy 90s CG, which is not very good. But best of the time, but eh. uh, so he comes running into a room, and in this room, a bed is trying to eat a woman. It has turned <laughs> into a mouth and is is starting is trying to eat her, and she's right. all, screaming and stuff too. And he runs in and looks up at this this mouth. The giant mouth has formed out of the house. Is trying to eat her, and just kind of look like, eh. 
and just grabs the woman and runs out. Like zero reaction. Oh, nothing. because there's no imagination. There's no, there's, yeah, exactly. Saying. Like, and it's a, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm calling, I'm, I'm, I'm like, we're not insulting Liam Neeson in any way. No, because we don't want, we don't want no, that. We don't want that. Because we don't want any part of that. particular set of skills. <laughs> yes, so I just that's and and obviously he was in the prequels, so it got better. But there are certain actors that when they're looking at something and like uh, there's there's some contemporary ones I could, I could I could do too, but I don't want to turn into this list. Sure, but sure. I'm telling you, you watch them, and there are certain actors who are really good at this, and certain actors who are not very good at this. And some people get better. And here right. I'll give you a get better. If you watch Brie Larson in Kong Skull Island, she oh, has terrible yes. tennis ball stare. Yes. I mean, like, like looking at, like, okay, what you're looking at is a giant monkey fighting with a giant dinosaur, and they're rolling on the ground. And she looks at it like, okay. <laughs> but cut to Captain Marvel, and she's fully invested. Like, when she's looking at a scroll, when she's looking at a, you know, a whatever, a ship coming down out of orbit, she is Hundred percent there. Right, 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 right. So she got better. Maybe it's the director thing in terms of choosing which take well, you do. But certain people have it, and I'll, I'm just saying this. I'm saying this to do the exact opposite, which is Liv right. Tyler does not have that. She is a hundred percent seeing what isn't there. Oh no, I'm glad you're saying that because yes, because she does. I yeah, mean, no, she, she's emoting. Uh, yeah, so I'm, 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 I went down to tell you that she doesn't have this. Like she is one of the the best at this. Like when you look at her, you believe she is seeing whatever is supposed to be there. Is if it's a Hobbit, if it's a if it's a um, a ring wraith, whatever it is, like she a hundred percent believes in the thing that she's seeing. Oh no, I think that's a good, that's a great point. What a nice way to everyone was like, oh, yeah, he's like, gonna, oh he's man, gonna... he's about, he's about to totally no, stick it no, to Liv no, no, Tyler. Way to go no, live. no, no, uh, exact opposite. Okay, when you were talking about Liam Neeson in yeah. nineteen ninety nine, I said, mm-hmm. well, that's not the only movie in nineteen ninety nine that Liam Neeson has problems imagining <laughs> what he's talking to. <laughs> yes, Jar right. Jar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And boss Nass, yes. And everybody uh, else, yes. I'm saying, wow, like, tough I'm saying, year, man. Yeah, I know, right? That was a tough like, year. I think Liam is much better in a contemporary setting. Like yeah. in Taken, when he looks another actor in the eye, he is a thousand percent there. But, and once again, uh, Liam yeah, Neeson, we have no problems. Distinguished with, actor, yes. we have no problems. <laughs> with. No problems with Liam Neeson. I, I, and I say, I and I say, I actually am a Liam Neeson fan. I'm not trying to like specifically say there are actors that I don't like, and he is not one of them. I like Liam Neeson. But there's a one line that uh, that Ross barks into his comms that I actually had to go back and turn the subtitles on to f- find oh. what he said. And for a second, I thought he was quoting Lord of the Rings, but it turns out not. He says, "Fly, goddammit. So oh. he's still calling for his, you know, for his uh, fly. Fly. He says, "Fly, goddammit. Like he basically is like fly faster. It's just it's the same thing. Like whenever there's a car chase sure. scene, the passengers always goes drive, drive. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I know. That's what I'm I doing. That's the whole reason I'm here in this seat. But yeah, so so yeah, I had to actually go back because it's Seriously. so it remind me of fly you fools. Um, so then uh, Betty's about to say something to Hulk, and the minute ends. So that's that, it. Bring, yeah, that brings us to the end of, of minute fifty-seven. All right. So I guess if you want to follow us on social media, you can do all. The- Wait, what's going on? What, what's happening? I don't understand. Hold, hold on a second. Hey, wait, hold on. Wait, the word minute 57. 57? Wait. How long is this movie? I believe it's 113. Oh. We just hit the halfway point. Half time. It's halftime, everybody. What do you Woo! think of that? That was a little weird. That's awesome. We so, made it. To, we made it halfway through The Incredible Hulk, and you made it here with us. This minute, the literal exact 
halfway point. So wow. So it's been a, it's been a long time getting here. Yeah. Fifty. We've done fifty-seven episodes of this so far. <laughs> <laughs> from a fairly rough start uh and 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 most of it done in isolation because uh we're we were very very deep into recording before our first episodes even started airing yes so oh, it's, it's the same thing as like if people have criticisms sorry by the time we get your criticisms we're 50 some episodes deep we've only gotten better yeah we have only gotten better S- sort of yeah. yes <laughs> Or we've gotten more of the same. We hope it's you've been having a good time. So yeah. we're at this halfway point. I went, looked back and said, okay, you know, what What are the things I really love so far about this movie? Yeah. One, going all the way back to those early minutes in the credits, the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, again, just a great love letter to all of these things that we grew up with and loved. Yeah. Bruce is awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think Ed Norton. The, the facial expressions of Ed Norton. I have a whole new appreciation for that man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just I think this is a great portrayal of the character. Yeah. I think the whole segment in Brazil I thought was really nice. Yeah, it was very different than we, everything we've seen before. Like taking him out of the United States, I think was a great move because when you think of the Hulk, you sort of think of the desert. Yes. Uh, and so this putting him in the the deep in the rainforest. Right. Uh, I think was a really inspired choice. Creative. It created some wonderful tension. Yep. It, it created a great environment to have that part of the story play out. Blonsky, yeah. I, I like Tim Roth in this. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I mean, I think this was a. I think this was a as an odd choice yeah. as people would think. I think it works. I think yeah. he's done a really nice job. And I think the I think the CGI for the most part, mm-hmm. very much true to not just the character but also to the world that they are trying to develop at the time this came out. Yeah, and I, I appreciate how much of as as we as we finish here uh, these last five five to seven minutes, how much is in the bright sunlight? Yes, I mean it, it's so many of the movies that we watched in the '90s that uh, comic book stuff were all at night in the darkness because it's cheaper and it's easier right. to do CG that way. But like right. here, they're like, nope, you're going to see the Hulk in the bright sunlight right before, of course, the rain's about to fall. Right, but of course, yeah. uh, but in the bright sunlight, like fully out in the open. So even like we, they teased us a little bit in Brazil where you saw just pieces of him all the way through. But now here we are. Like this easily could have been a fight that happened at night. Oh, sure. But like it was a deliberate choice to be like we showed off. And I'm sure it, it caused some really uh, sweaty brows at ILM right. as they're like, oh, we have to do what now? Yeah, how do we make that work? How yeah. do we make that happen? In terms of making this show... Um, oh, yeah. the research stuff is so fun because it leads you down these strange paths. I didn't know anything about talking about Brazil about the favelas and oh, what yeah. it's like down there. I mean, and and the like. We saw these great sweeping. He loved, obviously Louis loves his helicopter shots, right. and so we get to see so much over. But what you guys don't know about this is is how much research we do before we get to the point where we're doing right now. We're sitting in the microphone. So I mean it's hours of research of digging through stuff and a lot of dead ends, you know, sure. so so you never know what you're gonna find. So I learned a lot about Brazil uh in doing this and, and, and what the situation was like then and what it is now. Uh, and, and lo- looking at lots of pictures on there about all the different locations they shot, and a lot about Canada too, because obviously most oh, of the yeah. film was shot in Canada. So I've done a lot of virtual trips looking around right. Canada at the at that stuff, and sort of comparing the two at the <laughs> the same time. And great appreciation for stuntmen. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing is, I I really I always feel bad when I can't name a guy. Like we talk about bloody right. nose soldier, uh, because these guys are either extras or stuntmen. How much how hard they work. So I do a ton of research, like going starting from my ID, finding their name, 
putting it into all different search engines. There's a, there's a stuntman database that people have started, but it has not been very well maintained. Mm. Uh, I, I go on Instagram. I go on Twitter to try because a lot of these guys post their own stuff. I mean, there's a couple that are they're sort of semi-famous that have big followings and stuff too. But a lot of these guys post their stuff as well. Like here I am on set, you know, like I'm doubling Captain America today, and they take a picture and show it too. But a lot of them don't, so it's hard to do it. There is a fraternity of there, but it's it, it's hard to penetrate from the outside. Right, like I, right. I want to give them their due. If you so I, that that's where I always feel like I'm failing the audience. Is like I really want to know <laughs> t- tell you who this guy is. So you can go follow one on Instagram and say, dude, you were so great in that scene in Hulk, and I uh, and I don't. Oh, I'm I'm failing the audience in many other ways. <laughs> <laughs> No, we love. We were having so much fun doing this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, I hope. Yes, we're we're we hope you're having as much fun as we are. Yeah, because we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. So some of the knots. Yeah. That I came to. Okay. The Betty conversations. Oh. Yeah. And not to live. This is not a thing on Liv no, Tyler. No. This is there just, is there was a very different movie, and and even in doing the research, um, the listening to Louis talk about this on the Empire podcast, he talked about three different versions of the Hulk movie. Like this, the Incredible Hulk movie. He says there's the version I wanted to make. There was the version that the studio wanted to make, and there was the version that Edward wanted to make, Edward Norton. And we got to the end of filming and realized that all three of those were totally incompatible, and the studio ended up winning. So what we see in this from all the deleted scenes is there were very different versions of this movie floating around before they finally settled on this one. Right. And so the, the, a lot of stuff in Brazil got cut out, a lot of stuff in the middle part where they're like a lot of the sort of the domestic-y stuff is what ended up getting cut out. Well, there's a ton of background of Brazil. I remember in, in listening to some of the early episodes how many deleted scenes there were of there of just Bruce practicing his breathing or his or his uh his aikido or (laughs) running around through the favela and you know all the all the different stuff in there and then the same thing with how much of leonard got uh, hit the cutting room floor yeah i think that's i I, my second big nod is is that the deleted scenes i have the deleted scenes that should not have been deleted yeah and then the scenes that should have been deleted right so that is you're, you're talking exactly right on that gives you a much bigger insight into the the real frustrations that mm-hmm. happened in the production of this movie that happens in almost in the production of any major thing, not yeah. even just a movie. Right. So that's interesting. And my last thing is just, and we've kind of played, we've been laughing about it in this minute and other minutes, bullets, bullets. I mean, oh. come on. Like after yes. more bullets, <laughs> I mean, at some point, you know, you know, and, and sadly, we're not done with that. Either. Oh, that's not over. <laughs> no, no, that's not over. Because <laughs> yeah, there's a whole new group waiting in New York with the the plan of even more bullets. Yeah, that's what we're doing. But yeah. anyway, overall, yeah. though, great great experience. Mm-hmm. It's I, I love so much more appreciation for this movie so far. You know, given that it is somewhat seen as one of the lesser mm-hmm. revered movies of the MCU. Yeah. But just have really enjoyed it. Love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. We're having, we're having a good time. It's, Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how the, the rest of the journey goes along. What are the what are the things that we're not anticipating? Like what's going to be our, our Ricky the dog of the of the back half of the movie? What's going to be our more bullets of the back half of the movie? Oh, like there these? will be. Oh, oh yes. there will be. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. So thank you all for making it halfway. We appreciate the fact that you've spent uh, fifty six episodes, and then this one with us. Uh, plus the zero episode, if you listen to that one too, where we told you what we're gonna do. We hope we've lived up to what we promised we were going to do. Uh, and, and if we, we haven't, that- 
Yeah. Well, like we said, there's not a whole lot we there's can do a, about no, it because we've been we recorded this a long time yeah, ago. Say, by the time you're listening to this, we're probably done. Yeah, we're all probably like sketching out Iron Man two at this probably, point. Probably, we hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we we thank you for coming along, and we hope that you'll join us for the back half too, because there's still some really good stuff to talk about and some uh, some exciting things we're gonna we're gonna reveal down the way. So. So uh, that brings us to the end of our halftime show. Yay. Uh, so in the meantime, if you want to uh, uh, talk more about this, if you want to give us some more information, if you want to talk about uh, what your favorite moments were for the first half of the movie uh, on the Movie Minute Minute, uh, you can head over to Discord. We have our own Discord chat room. If you go to nextreel.com and follow the link, uh, you'll find it there. We have our own dedicated channel on there, the Marvel Movie Minute Hulk uh, channel. Uh, we'll be there uh, talking about it. So uh, we're interested to hear what you have to say. So uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be here for the rest of the movie. Uh, so stick with us. So hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.